What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood podcast. podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Let's go, Shorty. It's your birthday. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it? We're on? Yeah. yeah. All right. This thing needs a countdown. Actually, I'll start off on a somber note. Damn. Not 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 really fatherhood related, but uh rest in peace to Ricky Powell. Oh yeah, that's pretty fucking terrible. Dude. I didn't know. I didn't hear. Dude, yeah, what was he this? Passed, so passed away yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Yep. So for those who don't know, legendary photographer, street photographer, Ricky oh, Powell. I, I did see something. Yeah, um yeah. happy to say that I, I could call him a friend and uh he was a good dude. And yeah, man, that was that was fucked up news yesterday. Do we know yeah, what that's terrible what happened? They don't know exactly what the okay. deal is yet, but how old was he? Fifty nine. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. Did he work with um with our guy? Oh my god. Bill. Yeah, Bill Adler. Yeah, yeah. Adler? That's who introduced me. It was Bill. Wow. Because when I was working with Bill, um, we were doing stuff with Ricky. Yeah. Hip hop has lost a lot of people in the past year. Yep. Double K from uh, People Under the Stairs. Yeah, man. Just passed away the other day, too. And not hip-hop related. Dude from Screech from Saved by the yeah. Bell. Right. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot, bro. Hopefully, they're in a better place because it's all fucked up out here. Yeah, what was that talk? So, we had a nice list of topics. Yeah. You had sent over. I mean, exhaustion, I think, let, for let, one. Let's start is... on the stress. Stress and exhaustion. <laughs> level since we're did i put that in, since exhaustion. we're in kind of uh helpless and fatigued yeah that one. <laughs> let's get into that a little bit <laughs> yeah. so um and this is from a from a parenting perspective or in general yeah no it has to do with parenting no no definitely with parenting like you know it goes without saying to start off love my children and, and would never want anything other than to have had them you know but Man, sometimes you know, in the midst of like being in the trenches with the, with the family dynamic, it's hella stressful, man. It, it it's stressful, and sometimes you're like, "What the fuck is going on here, man?" <laughs> and on top of that, I feel like I'm in an endless cycle of never being able to rest and sleep properly, and I feel like my health is getting affected by it. But it's it's like can't get off this roller coaster. <laughs> Well, you're you're also in the in the super young stage, and yeah. that seems that seems to be the stage where, uh, from my memory, when my son was at that age, and that that first two years, maybe first two to three years, the the sleep stuff was just never felt like I could get a, a solid sleep. And yeah. so you're already in the midst midst of that right now. It's yeah, it's bad. But you you already suffer from that even before kids. I think you said right. Yeah, I had like, you know, like sleep apnea shit and and stuff like that. But it just feels like 
it's compounded. It's, it's worse. Yeah, it's just worse now. Like, it's terrible. So wait, is it is it mostly your son at this point? Like, is your daughter more or less? It, no, it's it's everything. It's just the Damn. the the combination of you know, like one. I'm sorry, looking back, I was telling someone today. One seemed now like it was crazy, but now looking back, that was pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Two now is oh shit, you know. No, wait till you have your third. Not happening. Well, <laughs> we already have the grandma in the picture. Um, True. So that's right. that's like a third kid in a sense. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just, you know, I'm like, I'm like saying to myself, okay, this is not going to last. It's going to be, you know, everything's going to be okay. And I'm trying not to let it affect other things in my life, but it obviously it's going to. Are you, do you find yourself, uh, I think the answer is going to be yes, but like, you know how when you're in your phone, like, you know, your kids are around, you're trying to be mindful of them. Maybe you're the only one in the house that you have to be extra mindful, but they're there. And they're relatively cool. They're doing their thing. And then you, you're on your phone trying to handle, you know, sneak in a little bit of work, do some shit. And then you 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 kind of start hearing the fireworks with one of them start going off, you know, like some shit's popping that you probably need to go pay attention to. You don't move there necessarily because you're still paying attention. She hasn't blown out of control. But you, you start to feel that tension. How hard is it? Because I this this shit happens to me every day, and I can't I can't see it coming. But I know once once I pass the point of like it hit, I blow the fuck up. Like it just I can't catch it early enough, right? So it's like your kids are doing what they're doing. You and your phone, you trying to get some shit done. So maybe you're in the middle of writing some shit, and that's already stressful because you're trying to piece together what you're trying to say, and then you feel the shit bubbling in the corner with one of the kids, and then that shit just, that stress just starts to mount. And then you get so fucking pissed off. And then you, I'm asking, I guess, do you guys find yourselves blowing up in those situations because of all that? And I, the, the common denominator for me in these occasions is, is trying to get, trying to sneak in getting shit done on my phone. Not relatable. Am I the only no, fucking it is, moron? It is. No, it is. <laughs> I mean, I'm always doing shit on my phone and I'm always feeling guilty at the same time that I'm doing it. And then I feel like I'm getting like, an eye from my girl or an eye from even my daughter. Like I've, my daughter has, has like said shit that I feel like she's commenting. I mean like, yo, like get off your fucking phone already. Um, but it's like, that's, I have to do shit. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like legitimately working. And then it's funny because I'm legitimately working. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest here, but I easily veer off of doing anything constructive and fucking going to social media world. Yeah. yeah. Um, which happens, you know, because of my ADD. But, but in terms of blowing up, more, not on. I try not to on, on my kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But definitely, my girl and I, we snap on each other because we're both fucking stressed out. And it's like you start to like you you you, you wrestle in your mind like, like all the issues that you're having, like I'm having. But then I try to be like, I know that my girl's going through you know the same shit, and and you know, and she's got her own her shit. But it's like, right. how do you like? Not feel selfish, but at the same time, take care of yourself. I guess that's where I'm really trying to figure it out. You know, like, how do I f- take care of myself? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, I got to take care of my family. But then not be selfish, you know, because it does, sometimes it feels like thinking about myself is being selfish. Yeah. Mm. But I know that it's necessary you to make to. sure if I get sick, if I, if, if I, you know, lose my mind, if I all this shit 
then what happens to the family? What happens? You know, like it's only worse. So it's like it's just it's just crazy, man. I guess it boils down to what is like taking care of yourself entail. Like, does it does it mean you've got to do you know five different things to kind of keep yourself your sanity and keep yourself uh, you know level full yeah level, or is it you know if, if I just get this one thing done every day that that's enough to keep me going. Yeah. I mean, like one of the things that I've been trying to do, I'm trying to answer this in a way that makes sense, but (laughs) like, I like, like just, I'll tell you one of my stresses, my stresses in the beginning of the week is just being able to tackle emails. Yep. Cause they pile up. And in the morning is the best time for me to be able to do that. And kind of like, get that out of my mind, like, like, like clear that part of my mind where I'm not thinking that there's a bunch of emails piling up and responses that are needed and things that I need to do, do in, in terms of emails, but I can't get to it in the morning because in the morning is the busiest time here. And then in the morning is when my girl goes to the gym, when she can go. And I want her to go. Cause I know how important the gym is for both of us to, re- to release. That's the only place that we can release the stress. But once, and this is what I've told my girl, by the time I get to the point of the day where I can maybe do something, I'm dead. Burnt. My mind is checked out. And, and you know, it's like I can't. Like I'll look at it. Like I'll look at something and I'll read it. But I can't like my my best mind isn't there for it mm. at that point because I'm just I've exhausted my energy already. Mm. When you go out, when you have to go do drink champs do you um are you not paranoid but are you are you able to kind of relax and be in the moment when you're doing that or do you have that nagging feeling of like man i gotta get home soon or when's this gonna wrap up or any of that kind of stuff yeah i mean that's part of it i sometimes i can you know it just depends on the day on how the day how I roll out into leaving the house, right? You know, and how that day is, but yeah, that that's there, and and that's, and I try to express to my girl how important it is for me to be able to leave the home. I mean, it's not it's not her fault, but to leave the home a little bit as stress free as possible, so that I can function and do do my work, whether it be drink champs or something else. You know, it's not everybody's job, isn't like leave the home and be camera ready is what I tell her. Yeah. That's difficult. You know, if you're not in, in, in the mindset, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's stressful, man. Then, you know, the, the drinking part of it, that's a whole other fucking conversation that we've talked about it and we can, you know, I don't want to go down that road right now, but, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to like figure out, you know, this work, uh, family balance thing. It's, it's been pretty rough. So you you had mentioned uh, in the text sensitive thug, and now you you've I think I know what you're alluding to, but are you finding yourself being more sensitive, particularly with your daughter? I think is kind of where the emphasis is. As she grows, you feel like you're you're missing the previous stage that she was in, and that's making you feel away. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm 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 thinking a lot about both of them. I'm thinking about like. Like I'm fast forwarding, like, okay, well, if these good things that I want to happen, happen career wise, yep, I'm going to miss more of my kids, you know, and how does that work? 
So I get, you know, like, it's just like a bunch of feelings, a bunch of ideas of the future and present. And, but yeah, my daughter, like, she's just growing so fast right now. Like that I'm just, I, I'm getting sensitive about it and emotional about it. Cause I'm seeing her growing so fast that I feel like if I blink, I'm going to miss out on a lot. The, the, the harsh reality is that's exactly how it goes. <clears throat> and it sucks. Cause like, it's funny. We, we have this conversation with our oldest a lot. And so I came into her life when she was like three and a half. So I've seen a pretty big chunk. She's going to be third. Uh, yeah. Third. No, she's yeah. She's going to be 13. So it's, it's really interesting how, when we talk to her, like all these different stages of her life. And luckily we've been able to document a lot of it. So we can always reference certain moments. Cause I'm like a fool with it. I'm like, yo, you did this, you did that. And we kind of catalog it. And, being able to document makes the process a little bit easier, like particularly videos, because like you'll remember some shit that your daughter used to do when she was two. That it was Mac you right. and you're like, oh, shit, you know, and it'll make you it'll, it'll be a tearjerker sometimes, too. But like the fact that you can all like reminisce with that shit, she won't remember it. But when she sees it, she's like, wow. And like it's a really cool experience. It's probably the closest thing to like. Being able to actually hold on to those moments that you you have versus like when we were coming up, like all you hear is like what your parents would have told you or people, you know, relatives would have told you, but you got no frame of reference. You might have a picture if you're lucky. So right. so that I guess that's the silver lining given the scenario. But it's tough, bro. She has she has a phone, right? My Who? daughter? Your, da- your oh. daughter. I mean, sort of. Like she has an iPhone, but it's not connected. Oh, Wi-Fi. Oh, didn't we have that conversation on here a while back? Yeah, I think we. Yeah, but when, when she got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> I was getting to because um, I actually, uh, uh, Damone brought it up last last episode when he he alluded to because you know his his kids are in teenage mode now, so he had started to say something about you know he's learning like he's texting with them. We now, have a, we have a, to, we, we have a family text group, and we do not leave this house. So it's it's a really interesting thing. So are you are you like is your mo? I guess as she's getting into more, as she's getting older, and she's got the phone. Are you finding conversation or communication with her is? going more towards text or is she or is it still person to person even though you guys are in the house no I, i'd say we're still on the physical real you know person to person conversation tip for the most part and, and i think a lot of it is due to the fact that we push it we push for that to be the case and so i think we, we've gotten her into the routine where she knows not to but in certain in certain instances, like you know, on the weekend, she won't come down from her room till like noon, mm. and at first that was fucking us up because there was a period where she wouldn't she wouldn't any day of the week she wouldn't be downstairs with the rest of the family, and we were like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And we would have full conversations for hours on text, and we, and I was like, "Yo, this is not normal. We can't fall prey to this shit because when she's gone." This is probably going to be the method that we communicate because she's not going to be physically here, you know, college or whatever. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been wild. 
actually, I'll bring this up in a little while, but we had some really interesting conversations recently about like drugs and shit that um we can get into. But moral of the story is like I think originally we were talking about phones back, you know, many episodes ago. My stance on phones and kids having phones staunchly opposed is how my my frame of mind was. I've since changed that quite substantially, largely due to the fact that she's she's proven to be very trustworthy and responsible. Keep it in context, like she's a kid, right? Kids do stupid shit. That's what kids do. But the fact that she's a girl, I think, plays to her benefit because she's established really good trust with us, and girls are just smarter than we are. So she's likely going to make better decisions than actually a lot of her peers. So we haven't given her, you know, her own line yet. But when that come comes up, her birthday's coming up soon. It's something that we're probably gonna say yes to. Is your does your wife go through her phone? It's a good question. She might. My wife might. Yeah. But but less so these days than I'd say a year ago. Because again, like the trust is pretty high. Right. Huh. I actually have a question for you guys around Valentine's Day. I think we're all of the same mindset where we don't really celebrate these Hallmark holidays. We might acknowledge a few of them, but we don't really go in hard on like how, you know, the commercial right. side of of these holidays. Do you guys look at Valentine's Day any differently when it comes to your family? No, I mean, maybe I mean, just the the cuteness of the my daughter doing some arts and craft shit around it, you know, like now that she's going to like preschool, pre preschool. Yeah. Um, but nah, I'm not into into that. It's also more geared towards my son at this point. Almost all these holidays are more <clears throat> geared toward him because he's, right. you know, if it's some kind of holiday, for whatever reason, he gets super into it. So it's more like, all right, let's celebrate it the way he wants to celebrate it because he's excited by it. Mm. Maybe, and it helps give you like something to do with your kid, I would assume, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it also has kind of the, can backfire sometimes because I mean, especially now with, um, with just being home and he's, his, like his memory reference on some of these holidays are like, Oh man, you know, when like last year, uh, Dr. King's birthday, you know, he could, he could go out and he could go to see, uh, they have, um, they have like a lecture and a whole they around here. They do a whole thing at, at this one spot. And so that didn't happen this year. And so for him, it's like his references, like, Oh, you all, you know, we always go and do X, Y, and Z right. on Dr. King's day, or, you know, we do X, Y, and Z on St. Patty's day or whatever, you know what I mean? And so that ends up, and I can see him like moping around during those days when it's not like, tilt you know what i mean like it's not full tilt celebration like it was previously and it's almost and we have to kind of prod it out of him and by the end of the day it's like he has a breakdown because it you know like we didn't do what we would normally do to celebrate these days yeah it's like a letdown yeah yeah that sucks that's sucks for kids right now it's tough because we forget about it like that like 
you know, in, in my mind, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll do something else or it's another day. But I, I think we forget, or at least I forget just how monumental some of these things are in kids' minds. Like Huge, it's not, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like they have a ton of things to distract them to think about. Like, you know, we've got, okay, we've got to think about family stuff. We've got to think about work stuff. We've got to think about well-being. You know what I mean? Whatever. we got all this different stuff that's in our heads and it's not like, and so it takes up a lot of space, but kids, they've got, you know, they've got, uh, for the most part, generally speaking, limited, you know, limited worries or whatever. So, so these things are play a much bigger part of yeah it's magnified for them yeah yeah for sure they look forward to it they count the days to it yeah yeah and we just you know and i can I, i'm guilty of just kind of like yeah you know it's all right you know <laughs> and so i do that shit for everything but, it's terrible yeah. <laughs> well in my house like what, what we do for valentine's in particular is it's my wife and i don't like give a shit really about holidays like i mean christmas Yes, but like the Hallmark <laughs> ones, not really big fans of. But Valentine's Day, and I, I don't think we ever we, – we had a conversation about this recently, but I don't think we've ever had it. We kind of organically gravitated toward we should include our kids because Valentine's relationships and what, what it signifies is so wrapped into our society that in school they're going to, you know, potentially have a – there's going to be like this exchange of like, oh, be my Valentine, potentially, right? And so what if they're not picked as a Valentine? Right. You know what I mean? So like we said, yo, let's own that in-house and then make it ours so that when Valentine's Day comes around, they know it, it looks and feels like this. So whatever the outside influence might be, because again, it's it could be very emotional. Like you got all these anti-Valentine's Day people because – They've had some trauma. They, you know, they weren't mm -hmm. the one that was getting, you know, checked for or what have you. So we do like a, a, we try to have like a fancy dinner at home all the time, even before Corona. We'll do a, a dinner at home and we'll have like, you know, decorations. The kids will do like little arts and crafts and that kind of thing. And we just kind of celebrate it as, you know, hearts and shit. But really it's like we take the, the dating aspect of it, where it's usually like, you know, you go out on a date on Valentine's Day and we kind of bring that in, in the house and include the kids. And that tends to be like a really cool thing for them. Like we try to get a little dressed up and all that. And that's how we approach the holiday. Even though, like I said, we don't fucking believe in them usually, but like this one, we see potential impacts for like challenges down the road. And so we try to like, mitigate that a little bit with our own in-house situation yeah, i feel like i feel like the holidays if i put my mind to it is less about the actual holiday and more about like all right how can we do something special together as a family right. regardless of what you know the the holiday is it, it's it's a perfect opportunity to establish tradition like family tradition that's how we try to approach them anyway yo good looking out because i'm gonna you gave me an idea for, for Valentine's Day. Fuck, finally. 128 <laughs> episodes later. Thank you, bro. You called a nugget. <laughs> Jewel of the day. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, I have a funny one. I shared this with you guys on the on the text, but um, bringing in the audience on this one. 
so I was watching, I was, you know, on my television, I was watching um, Drink Champs, an, an old episode of Drink Champs with um, Tribe Called Quest. And my daughter, my youngest, my four-year-old, walks into the room, and, you know, Drink Champs is going, fuck you, this, that, and the third is, you know, happening on the screen. And for the most part, she's not paying attention because her face is in her iPad. And then she looks up, and Nori's passing Jarobi a blunt, right? Jarobi accepts it, puts it on his lips, <clears throat> and she looks at me. She looks at the at the TV. I pause this shit, and I'm like, fuck, what's coming now? She goes, what is that? What is he eating? <laughs> and the first thing that came to my mind was... A sandwich. It's a sandwich. And she looks at... It's a fruit roll-up. Yo, a sandwich, bro? What kind of sandwich is that? I don't know, bro. That's the first thing that popped in my head. She looks at no creativity, brother. Nothing, nothing. She looks at the screen again, and she looks at me, and she goes, a stick sandwich? (laughs) Ew. And she walks out of the room. And my wife was there, too. I look at my wife, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening, yo, with this little kid? All right, let me ask you this. So, so on that, now, how do you feel about, so essentially you just lied right there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, I'm not psyched for sounds, bro. You, you, do you have any internal conflict about like, man, you know, should I, do I do a flat out lie to save from, because they don't need to know about that now? Or do you, do you figure out a quick way to, to say, kind of truthfully what it is without going into full detail no um I, that's too much work for me so like the the white lie you could have been like it's a blunt and she wouldn't know what a blunt is though no could, no my it's my daughter my daughter would have kept asking me what's that blunt and then i would have to go down the rabbit hole you would have been like it's a stick sandwich <laughs> <laughs> but but no but like it's 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 crazy because before I said that, right? Had you asked me, are you the are you do you consider yourself an honest parent or are you a liar? I would have probably said, no, I don't lie to my kids, right? And the reality is I give them real information when I think it's age appropriate. And that's subjective, right? But yeah. Yeah. but it is something that like at 4 years old, I'm just like, yo, I don't I don't I it's it's a lazy way to say I just don't want right. to deal with having to explain this shit to a four-year-old. Right. Not I guess real. either way you cut it, it's like even if you said it's a it's a cigarette or it's a cigar, does it's she even lie. know what those are? She knows what a cigar is because I smoke cigars. Right. So she would understand that. But she doesn't... But you wouldn't be lying. It kind of is a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You just weren't quick with it. No, but she would have been... She, yo, my, my daughter is... She's a fucking detective, this little kid. Like, she would have been like, but your cigars are like this. Like, she would have gave me hand gestures. She would have like, been like, there's different types of cigars. Yeah, no, son. She but you didn't like, even feel like going there at that point? No, I, I'm telling you, it was like, rea- right. I said sandwich, bro. Like, come on, I could have picked another fucking thing to say. Yo, what kind of, <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> I said sandwich. I looked at my wife like, fuck, what did I just say? <laughs> Now I have a picture of Jerobi with like a Subway sandwich, like a little <laughs> mini Subway sandwich. That's a meme. That's going to be a meme. <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay. I'll tell you what I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting sick of hearing myself say no all the time. Oh, you. yeah. What, what was a recent episode? I don't even know what the recent episode is. I just sometimes like um, 
my son will come up and say, he's like, he's about to ask something and then he'll stop and they'll say, uh, I'm not, and I'll say what? And he goes, I'm not even going to ask. Fuck. I go, why? Cause ah, I know what you're going to say. And he's playing that game. And I'll say, okay, what am I going to say? Ah, you're going to say no. <laughs> I don't want to be that, that parent that's like, oh, no, 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 no to everything. Is it, is it a no, uh, based on the fact that whatever he, typically whatever he asks is just inconvenient at the time for you to help him or do or is it more so from a a safety perspective like uh it's probably a combination i think maybe more so the it's not the right time mm. but he's also at that age where he just wants to uh push yeah and like ask as much and see see if he can do as much as he can get away with type type scenario that's the one thing I say Corona has helped me with a lot. It's like acknowledge that I do that same exact shit and wean off a little bit. I'm still bad yeah. at it, but I've been able to like my kids. Actually, it's it's crazy because my youngest two, they constantly I'm telling them no for pretty much everything. And then recently I real I remember they asked me something that they knew for sure I was going to say no about. And I said, OK, sure, let's go. It was like let's play video games or something. And I'm kind of, you know, in, in the middle of the day, they didn't have school that day and I'm trying to get some shit done. Normally I'll be like, nah, it's not happening. And then they were like, they looked at each other like, oh shit, is daddy okay? Type of look. <laughs> and and that's when it hit me kind of like what you just described. It's like, fuck man, I'm the no, I'm the no parent. It's not a good feeling. But, but KE, you're not the no parent, right? I feel like you're more the yes parent. I don't know, man. I was thinking. I'm trying to think about it, but I feel like it's fifty-fifty. Like, like I'm yes with a lot of things, and I'm really like I'm always trying to keep her like clean. So I'm no about like don't touch that or you know. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on that too. That's... Don't do don't do that because you know. But then the other day, like I stopped myself because I took her to to eat ice cream with my mom, and I got her a cone. And, you know, she was dressed nice, but then I knew this is going to get dirty. So am I going to, like, sit there and, you know, like, stop her from doing certain things or how she should eat it or, you know, like, try to, like, clean her every second and control it? I was like, you know what, man? In my mind, I was just like, let me let her enjoy that ice cream cone Damn, and let good. her get messy with it. You're good. And I just let her get messy. And it wasn't too bad. I mean, it got messy. Um and I just let her let her go to town on it, and and she enjoyed it. And I was like, you know what? I'm glad I did that. At the end yeah, of the some, day, yeah, you're you got to you got to yeah, you got to let that happen sometimes for sure. At the end of the day, you're not losing anything, and that's my issue. It's like I, it's I'm programmed in those particular situations. I'm just like, we can't let it get to this point because I know this is traditionally bad in my head, right? But what's the worst case scenario? And that you got to go fucking put it in the wash. Right, or or wipe her down, or, or you got or you got to wipe something else. Like I was also saying, oh, it's gonna get dirty in my car afterwards because she's gonna get sticky, right? You know, and all that stuff. And if she touches something else, and, you know, whatever. But I was like, ah, let me just—it doesn't matter. Like, just go eat your ice cream, fucking get messy. You're a kid, have fun, go at it. That's what happens when you have a white beard, bro. The wisdom is just fucking—it's <laughs> everywhere. My white beard. <laughs> <laughs> So I mentioned drugs, and Kay, I'm curious. Yeah, Kay's our resident <laughs> drug encyclopedia. Like, 
For all the wrong reasons. <laughs> no, all no, right no. reasons. <laughs> no, because your son is eight, right? Yep. Yep. I, I and I don't know if this has come up at all, but like, has he talked to you about drugs? Has he been curious about just in general? Like, what is it? That kind of shit. No, he more so alcohol than anything. Not not uh because he sees you drinking, you guys having some? Occasionally, but it, but I think like he's seen he's seen some drunk folks before. Um and there's definitely a lot of like um mentally unstable and a lot of homeless folks around where we are and they're drinking out in public and laid out on the ground and all kinds of shit like that. Um, so he's aware of that and he'll ask. And even when we're watching like some shows or whatever, I mean, if there's, if they're depicting that in the show, it's like, you know, he'll say like, Oh, is this person getting drunk? Like, you know, so, so we just, we, we, we have talked to him about that just in terms of like, look, you know, if you do too much of anything, it can make you, you know, especially like if you're drinking too much, it's, uh, you know, it's going to make you feel sick or it's going to make you act crazy or whatever, you know, mm. but now nah, he hasn't, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't clued in or said anything about anything else other than, other than uh, alcohol Good. cigarettes. He's, he's seen, people smoke and so but he doesn't really equate that with like drug it's more of you know that's nasty or you know bad for your health type shit right so, so we my again my, my eldest she's 13 <clears throat> and we were talking about college and like just giving her kicking game because she's really like gung-ho about her academics yeah almost to a fault and we were like she, she was contemplating whether or not she wanted to take AP classes because she her teacher was like, yo, I'm going to recommend you for AP English because you're kicking ass. And when you go to your high school and she was like freaked out about it. She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, let's talk about it. Like, what, what are you worried about? And she's like, it's just going to be hard. And then we always constantly have to remind her like, yo, you've proven over eight years of your academic career so far that you are a beast at academics. Like, let's think, let's go back in time. Like, yo, seventh grade, what was your average? Sixth grade, fifth grade, blah, blah, blah. And so she's consistently over 90 is her average, right? Which doesn't mean much these days because kids are getting like 105. Like, I, I still don't get it. But so that led us to talking about like, yo, if you take AP courses, it's going to save you potentially some college credit money and that translates into savings that, you know, if you take enough, yada, yada. And then we get into college and we're like, yo, you, you've established so much trust with us. And I was telling her from my own perspective, like, I don't really have too many concerns about you going to college and doing stupid shit. Like, you, you're going to do stupid shit. We all do stupid shit. But nothing that's going to put you in jeopardy, in any serious jeopardy. And then I go into telling her, like, yo, how many of your friends do drugs right now? And she was like. <laughs> and my wife was like, yo, what are we doing right now? And she was like, um, you know, most of them drink. Like, a lot of them drink now. Eighth wow. grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. Drink alcohol? Alcohol. And she mentioned, um, she mentioned, like, there was a party that she didn't go to back in, you know, before, pre-corona. And somebody had spiked some, some drink, maybe a punch or something. 
And the next day, kids went to school and they were like hungover. Like a whole bunch of them were like hungover. And I was like, huh, okay. And then I was like, when you go to college, drinking is going to be the least of your problems. Like there's going to be drugs and all sorts of stuff. And like you got to really balance your personal life and your academic life. And if you're lucky, you get to go away to college and you can experience all this shit kind of on your own. So you got to be in a mindset where you can balance having fun with the right crowds and avoiding, you know, risks as much as you can. And we start being responsible. Yeah. And we start talking about marijuana because that's the most like, I'll call it innocent, right? Of the drugs that she's familiar with. And I'm like, it is, and there's a lot of good uses to marijuana, but at the same time, it can be a gateway drug to harder shit. And I started describing certain things. And unfortunately, my way of making, helping her understand things is typically some like, not impossible shit, but like really shocking type of shit, right? And so I always, I'm always having that conflict because I want to drive home a point so she understands sort of the worst case scenario but not necessarily put fear in her that if she sees somebody doing coke for example like run away oh my god now, oh if he did coke over there now i'm gonna get whatever the repercussions of coke is right like i don't want her to feel that way but she could take it there so we had this convo and we talked for like like an hour about school and drugs and all this shit and i, I left that conversation feeling even more proud of her because the way she analyzes and thinks about things like i knew that that conversation helped her in the sense that she knows a little bit more what to look after look for in circumstances situations and circumstances right now though it's predominantly alcohol related and we were kind of walking through like yo you know if if you get in a car with somebody drunk not only can you lose your life but you might you might fuck around and you know, I don't know, go to jail or, you know, we, we kind of mentioned a few scenarios. She's like, yo, I didn't know that. And we're like, yo, no matter what the case is, if you think you did the worst shit in the world, you got to feel okay to talk to us. And we, we laid it down pretty clear to her. Like, yo, and I was like, yo, God forbid you kill somebody by accident. The most horrible thing that a human being could possibly do. I was like, we're not going to be happy about it in the least. But we're not going to kill you because you killed somebody else. We're going to f- try to help you figure out what, what needs to happen. And I she, even put that out in the universe. Bro. No, I know. I know. But but again, <laughs> I, I go straight to the fucking the worst case scenario <laughs> to prove a point. And, and, and it was cool um, having that conversation because we don't kick it like that. I try not to talk to them too much because like in these, I don't know, three, four minutes I've been rambling, it's, it, it tends to be long-winded. And these right. kids... Their attention spans aren't. After like a minute, it's like, oh, here goes lecture dad again. Right, you don't you should want to write it in, write it in a tweet and then <laughs> say that. Right. <laughs> yeah, condition myself to fucking 140 <laughs> characters. But anyway, all I all I have to say, like, I feel good about where she's headed, and you know, she's gonna have her road bumps, but it's not anything I think we need to worry too much about. Yeah. All right, Kay. Wow, look at that. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Any anything, Kay? Well, E, you have any other 
pressing issues we should tackle? What else did I write in there? Oh man, you, I mean, shit. It was like four. It was four Bible verses over here. I mean, let me see. Arguing in front of kids. Oh yeah, that was actually my favorite that you put. So, do you guys? I know we've talked about this before, but do you guys argue in front of your kids? I know we all try not to, but do you? Uh, no. So you really don't. Yeah, try def- definitely try not to. We we don't really have that many arguments anyway, but uh, luckily, but yeah, I, I think for us. As much as we can, we we any kind of disagreements or whatever, we try to keep it so that uh, he's not aware of it. Manny? Same as far as we don't really have many, but the ones we do have, we, we don't, we're not making... Is my a, house the only jacked up house in this fucking podcast? No, no, no. <laughs> no. We, we don't make an effort... You're not to, jacked up. We don't make an effort to mask it. I'll say that, right? So, like, if if it happens that we're in the kitchen and something happens and we get into an argument, like, we have it. And and it's not something where we're, like, ripping each other's heads off type of screaming, but it's loud enough that I know they know. They're in the next room and they can hear it. So it's not... We we don't try to hide it. And I think my my personal opinion is I think that's healthy, as crazy as that might sound. Because it's healthy to argue? No, no, no. It's it's healthy. So if it happens, I think masking it creates kind of this fake reality. Right, right. I mean, d- it depends also the level or of arguing. Or it creates a, 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 like a tense atmosphere oh, yeah. that the kid's yeah. going to notice regardless. Exactly. It depends on the level of argument. You know, if it's like a screaming match at each other, that's one thing. If it's having a disagreement with someone and you guys are able to, you know, hash it out and 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 talk through it without it being a screaming match. That's a different, to me, it's a different story. I, like, I think, the, I think the issue is Latinos. It's all a screaming match. Yeah. So it's, a, it's at 10 off, off rip. Yeah. That most of my arguments with my girl is me, her saying I'm arguing or I'm getting loud <laughs> when I'm getting mad because I'm not mad and I'm just talking normal. Yo, e, relax, relax, relax. And then it turns into a real argument. <laughs> yeah. But I say this because it was funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny, but, you know, me and my mom, you know how moms are, especially Latino moms. So me and my mom, like, we're kind of like, we're going at it in in the car with with my daughter over the weekend. But it was normal shit. But, you know, whatever. I'm talking, you know, loud with my mom, telling her something about something. And my daughter goes, she goes, stop. (laughs) And then my mom got mad. Hyped, like, yeah, thank you. Save me, thank you. You're going to be the one to protect me. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't killing you. I wasn't doing anything to you. I was, we are just having a, an argument, a discussion of something, a disagreement. But, yeah, yeah I was like, oh, man, like, I wonder. Because in my mind, I want my daughter to get used to the no. loud Cuban yeah. way of being so that it doesn't shock her like it shocks my girl. My girl doesn't, she does. she hasn't been able to get used to it. So I tell you, we have most of our arguments stem from her saying that I'm arguing when I'm not arguing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just depends on the kids also. Like, what's worse? That weird tension in the air that they can pick up? I think that's worse. If, yeah, if they can't, if they can't 
connect the dots to why that's the case, it's bad. Because sometimes, like, you'll have these riffs and then, you know, people won't be talking, but do you feel the tension in the air? I think that's whatever. That's normal pr- progression of these things. But at least they can connect, like, all right, here's why that happened. It'll blow over, and they kind of go about their business. But if it's just, like, weird, awkward tension for no reason because you were hiding an argument, uh, it, it doesn't do anybody any any good, I think, at the end of the day. But I, I also think about, like, my childhood, and obviously it was a little bit different in the sense that, you know, my dad had PTSD and he was an alcoholic and, and they had, you know, these huge blowout fights and sometimes physical. Yeah. But I, I'm worried that simple arguments will be embedded in her memory as, you know, my parents used to fight, you know, and it was scary. Mm. That's what I'm worried about because that's what my memory is of my childhood. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Again, it, it kind of, I guess it all depends on the, well, and that's the thing. You can't really fucking predict it. Like, you don't know how the escalation is going to happen. So it's it's tough. But if you know that, I mean. No, me and my girl are terrible. It could go from zero to 100 Yeah, quick. Yeah, but. I don't think any of us are of the would g- allow it to get to a point where it gets verbally or physically abusive, right? Like, no, 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 it won't get physically. You could maybe you could, body language, physical. Yeah, in the sense yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, talking yeah. with your hands—that's as much as it goes physical, right? So, I mean, if, if it's short of that, I, not that any of it is good, but like you know, they kind of got to get used to it a little bit too, because that's well, reality. Look, your, your your kids will start to tell you. Uh, well, she just did. She yeah. said, "Stop!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, so, "Oh shit!" So you'll you'll know if it starts to bother so you, them. Your shit was at eleven. You you OD'd a little bit on that one. If because we're in the car, so it was yeah. like oh, it's compact. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Oh man, it's hard, man. It's hard to it's hard to see if you're getting it right or not. Yeah, yeah like you wanted to be up. a dad, right? Toma. <sighs> It's all good though. No, no, no. It's all. Right. It's crazy as everything is. At the end of the day, obviously, wouldn't trade it for anything else. And on that note, <laughs> come on, Kay, you got to bring that be back. A father to your child. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.